Hi, I'm Kizai. And I'm Kizai. And you're listening to With, With Kizai and Kizai. Hello. Hi. Welcome to episode two. Two, two, two. We're happy to be with you. Consistent. Consistent. <laughs> so on today's episode, um, it's been inspired by events that have happened in the week. Yeah, it's been a good week. It's been a good week. Mm-hmm. And we're excited to talk about something that um, we think, well, we wish mm-hmm. had been spoken about maybe when we were younger and first getting into acting and life as an artist. And even talked about now, really. Talked well. about now, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have a question for you, okay. Ms. Kazadine. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt taken advantage of as an artist? Um, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, many times, but I think the most recent time was, um, I guess, this weekend, isn't it? That's yeah. helped spark and inspire this conversation that we're going to have today. Yeah. Um, how do I start? Basically, okay, I'm going to try and give a little backstory, but without throwing anyone under the bus. You can do it. I'm um, you. I won't name no names, no, but no. <laughs> if you're out there listening, you know who you are. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, someone had reached out to me this week, this week, and on, via phone, and this person, I, I know of them. I guess they're an acquaintance. I think mm. of Reese in the last year, we actually had um, vocal communication. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that right to express myself? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I've known of them from years beforehand, but no working relationship, no friendship as such. Just, I know I see you about in the theatre, or I've seen you about this workshop. Not even that. I think that's even too much. Maybe I've seen you back in the theatre. <laughs> and so, yeah, but then we had a working situation last year where we had to come together and work not as actors or directors and actors. But as collaborators. As a collaboration yeah. for something completely different outs- mm-hmm. outside of acting. Um, so anyway, yeah, so that's the backstory between me and them. So they called me because they got my number last year because we had to do that collaboration, and even in that collaboration, even in that collaboration, mm-hmm. there was like it was with four other people, three other people. So it wasn't just you and me you. and him so. Oh, just giving the gender there. <laughs> um, it wasn't just me and him solely. It was like a group event thing. So everyone else it was very. You know, I don't know what I'm trying to find to express myself. I'm just trying to let you know it wasn't no one to one collaboration of. So we yeah. built some sort of rapport or friendship or bond or whatever. Yeah, you were just. Co-workers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ex- co-workers. Yes. Thank you. You're All right, getting straight to the point. <laughs> so, um, so they reached out to me on Friday. They called me out of the blue. We don't speak any other time out of the year, by the way, since that time. So mm-hmm. they called me and they were like, Hi, Kizza. Um, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Um, <laughs> not me giving the whole... The whole conversation. <laughs> me the whole conversation. <laughs> um, I've just got this really interesting project. I'll do, um, it's just... To film on one day in the weekend. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool project. It's about, can't tell you what it's about because it's yeah, getting too, yeah. too, too, too much information. Really interesting. It'll just be, my, my hope is to film it within three hours and um, yeah, yeah, it'll be really cool. And like, you know, it's really, the script is still in development. It's just only three, it's like literally only three pay, um, three minutes worth of dialogue. Um, yeah, and, I'll, and I'll just pay you £100 and yeah, and it mm. will just be only three hours. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, 
cool. listening. And this person had reached out to me just before we did the national, just before we did rockets, mm. um, about something else, and I had missed the call. So when I called back them back, they were like, "Oh yeah, I just had a job offer for you, but yeah, it's gone now." And I was like, "Okay, all mm. right." So then that was it. So that, bear in mind that red flag. Fast forward till till now. I hope this is clear this time. I think it's clear, yeah. Yeah, because you know me, I, I speak It's my clear, thoughts, trust yourself, trust yourself. Okay. So <laughs> message to the listeners as well, trust yourself. <laughs> People communicate in different ways. Trust trust how you're speaking. Okay, all yeah. right. So, um, so where was I? So yeah, so they were like, yeah, £100 and I'm, I'm hoping to shoot in three within three hours. And then so I was in a really good mood because... They caught me at a time, it was a Friday when they called, and we had yeah. just gone live from our first episode yes. of With Kizzer and Kazan. So I was really jubilant, I was really hopeful and happy. Excitable, yeah. Caught, so, you, caught you in a very good moment. Very good moment. I was yeah. washing the dishes and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe me because I went live. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, so, so then I was just like, I was listening to it, and also I like to. I like to, if I can help where I can or something, mm, mm. I like to be of service somewhere. I don't like to just be all... Take, take. Take, take, take. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes help people out, you know, who are mm. who, who are in need of it and yeah. whatnot. So that was my perspective. I was thinking maybe this could be a, an act of service or something I could do. And then, so that was the conversation. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, all right. And when I said, yeah, all right... I kind of was thinking, Kizza, what are you doing? At least I never say yeah, all right to anything. I, even my agent, when I get auditions, I was like, okay, I'll read the script and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, all right. And the way he just exploded with excitement. <gasps> what are you? Oh, great! Do you know what you. that is? Like, oh my god! Surprise! Yeah, he was really like yeah. really chuffed. Oh my god! To the point where I thought, oh, wait a minute, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, I was half like, oh, have I like given you a kidney? What's happened? I was like, half of me was like. Oh, look at me doing a good thing, making <laughs> someone feel good. And then the other half was like, mm, "Why are you so happy? Why are you so happy?" Yeah. But then I was just like, anyway, I was in a good mood. Remember. So the weekend. So then Saturday, and Sunday, I'm in my house. I'm just going over things. I'm thinking things. And I thought, oh, just because I just read that script. Mm. And I read the script, and some of what it's talking about is for a good cause. But at the same time. Oh, God, it's hard explaining the story without giving well, without yeah. giving the receipts. I think maybe at the same time you thought, is this something you want to get involved in, especially when your agent doesn't know? Yeah. Okay. So we get onto that. So going back to the questions, have I ever felt taken advantage of as an artist? It's. It, I guess it's times like this where. Yeah. I've my my people have approached my agent before for me to work before for. As small as hundred pounds before. Yeah. If it's like you know, if it's a passion project or if mm. it's if it's something I'm really interested in and want to support, yeah. I it's sometimes it's not about the money. It's the quality of the art exactly. that what makes you get involved and the people and mm. the the drive and also what what is it saying? What value is it giving mm. to society? So I'm all for. No, I don't mean that everybody come rush to me. <laughs> rush my agent and say, I'll just work for free. No, 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 it's no, not no. that. But you know, you it has to resonate with you. Yeah. Anyway, so then I started counting my red flags. I thinking, <laughs> you had a few red flags. I was yeah. like, one, you called me, like, um, and asked me about this job, and my fault really agreeing to say so. Yeah saying yes to something that I had not even read the script for yet. So I'm kind of a bit annoyed at myself. But when you called me, that's already the biggest red flag because I just feel as if, like, keep it professional 
and contact my agent mm. and then give me time to read the script and let me make me make that choice. Mm. I get it that you had to film next week, Sunday, but how long have you had this project with? Yeah. Like, who's cancelled on me or maybe like, why are you not more well prepared? All these things mm. started now. So I mean, how prepared are you if you're just calling me on a Friday to film for next week, Sunday? Mm. I'm trying to, guys, I'm honestly, I'm trying to be as transparent as I can without offending or shaming anyone yeah yeah so um bear with (laughs) so so you didn't contact my agent so now i'm having to what i have to go and tell my agent what's going on or it just it's just not a good working practice and also like in terms of insurance and security say next week sunday we go and do this filming and i get hit by a car or something falls on my head Equity wise, I'm not covered. I'm not protected. My agent doesn't know what's going on, and also it's not covered by equity. Mm. And what am I paying my equity for? And I think it's worth. I think your story brings a few things to light. What what am I paying my equity? It's true. For those who don't know, equity is like the actors' union. So, Mm -hmm. um, for uh, for any other job, it is basically our union. It keeps us safe. People, you know, insurance and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think your story brings a few things to light for me. Number one mm-hmm. being, why is why is it that someone who is also a fellow artist feels mm. that it's okay to approach you in such a casual manner? Now I would understand it's being yeah, like if you're acquaintances, it's chill. We're but I think you're, you're not. But I think also I think it brings the biggest question for me. It brings the question of value. Okay. I feel like in order to feel valued and for you to know your value as an artist and as an actor, you need to feel like your your boundaries are set in place. Mm-hmm. And for us, what keeps us safe is that we're not just out here begging for jobs on the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we, like you said, you've worked hard to establish a career. You have an agent. You, there are protocols in which you take. Mm-hmm. And so when those things are really not followed... For the first thing I thought of was like, wait, does he not think you're good enough for him to approach your agent, for you then to have negotiation of pay, for you to then have a contract in place? Mm. Because, you know, it's just saying yes to a job is not a contract. Mm. And so, and also you're signing yourself to information and to topics that are, I thought, a bit sensitive. Mm. So that makes me feel like, do you not, did they not value you? in your complete worth as an artist, as a performer, to mm. not go through the right protocols. protocols. Yeah, I think... I did, think you, did you feel like that? or? Um, yeah, I think there was elements of that. I just felt... Yeah, I felt that was one element. And I just felt as if they were... Because this is a seasoned person. We're talking. <laughs> That's the most polite way. <laughs> They're a seasoned person. They're a seasoned yeah. artist, yeah. I should say. They've so been... they've been around the block oh, wow. longer than I have. Yeah. And I feel as if, like, maybe their work. status yes. or their ego. Yeah, okay, I hear you. Or their privilege. Say it as it is, my friend. <laughs> makes them feel as if they could have called me. And just said that, like... Flippantly. Yeah, because even my tightest, tightest friends, who literally we speak on the phone every other day, or WhatsApp every other day, who are really doing big things Mm. in theatre and film and television, even when I've auditioned for them, it's never, kids, I've got this... I never know about it. Do you know when I find out about it? My agent. My My agent. agent. And when I go in and see them in the audition room, and we have to laugh and pretend... (laughs) 
Like we're not, we don't, we don't get drunk or we don't yeah. turn up with each other because the casting director is in the room as well yeah. and the writer's there. So we're professional. It's yeah. not Kizza and her friend it's that parties pro- together. It's, it's now business. It's a professionalism and I think yeah. it's a business. And I yeah. love them so much for that because even if, because they even, because they're so tight with me, they can call me and be like, Kizza, um, I'm about to do this. What do you think? Do you, would you be on it? I mm. love that they didn't do, they didn't, they kept it, our friendship is our friendship and, and business our work is, is our work. work. And it just made me just fall in love with them as a person even more and respect them even more. So now when we get into the rehearsal room, yeah. I know what, I know this is not my friend I, I, I party with or I chill yeah. with or I cry or talk to my business with. Yeah. This, is, this is them respecting me as an artist. This is them putting my ability and my skills forward mm. and to the forefront. And I totally agree with, with you. Like, my, my brother's even projects. Like, um, he's like, I'm going through your agent. And I'm like, that, you know we're blood but you go through my agent because that's how it is but i also think that when something similar happened similar ish happened to me when i was younger yeah. but at the same time well, yeah but the, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean okay so my little walk down memory lane i guess as one would put it is when i first this is fresh fresh out of drama school mm-hmm. like two months out of drama school and I didn't know how to get an agent I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do I was living with my parents I just was like I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I um, oh, it's again it's hard to actually like be detailed without giving information away <laughs> you know, I know it's right? a skill and a half but long story short I ended up signing with an, a modelling agency okay Naomi Campbell. No, let's not. <laughs> they had no. They had like a uh, is it commercial? Yeah, a commercials mm-hmm. department. Mm-hmm. And this lady she was actually really, really lovely. She was a nice lady. She, but I didn't know anything about the industry, and mm-hmm. I didn't really have any friends that knew much about it either. Um, long story short, I booked a commercial, and when it came to the pay, I was like, mm, this is interesting. This is much much less than I thought it was mm. after some calculate me and my discalculate self I can you tell us what you thought you what you were supposed to get paid I think I, I mean it paid. wasn't even that much anyway I think I know because people will cuss at my maths but basically <laughs> I ended up being she ended up taking 33% commission hi right hi. and yeah. as an actor for anything is what 12% I don't know it's like 12 it's different for, it's, it's different for, for film, film and, and TV, TV and commercial yeah. around the between 12 10% to 12-15%. Yeah, but 15 is like if you're doing like a Hollywood film. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So like 12% is like the most. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, chill. I mean, I guess I got paid 100 and something pounds to do a couple hours job in the freezing cold outside, but nevertheless, you know. <laughs> and then it actually came to be like five months later when I stopped being with her, but I, I did a professional theatre job and I told my friends and they were like, these friends I'd made on the show, mm-hmm. And they were flabbergasted. But I found out that the commission she took was that for like a, a model, model's rate or something. Okay, okay. So she could have easily, you know, given me the correct commission. But it was maybe also me not reading on the fine, reading on the fine line. I don't know. You was green. You just came out of school. Yeah, that's another but, thing. But, but I was young and I'd just come out of drama school. And I do believe that she kind of knew, because I, I read on the website that you know, the, the commercials don't get taken 30% off. So, yeah. So that was my, my instance of when I felt taken, taken advantage of as an artist. And had, like we spoke about in last episode, the gift of hindsight. Mm. Oh, the gift. Had I known 
I would have obviously done something about it. But even though my gut was telling me something at the time, mm. I remember thinking, hold on, but the amount of time I've just been on this job, the amount of travel, it, it oh, there were red flags. It didn't seem like it was right. And I kind of wish I'd gone on the website and read the terms and conditions when I felt that feeling. Mm. But the reason I didn't is because I, f- I didn't feel like I was enough to question mm. what I had been given. See, that's funny because I remember when I was much younger as well, before even going to RADA, I would literally, anyone knows of any project, anything going on, I would mm-hmm. jump in work for free because I was like, I need yeah. to get in the door somehow. So I would, I think people exploit that yes. hunger in people's yeah. being novices or people's dreams or their ambitions. You can see someone really wants to get involved and doesn't know how to access or maybe hasn't can't go to drama school, can't afford it. Mm. So you do a lot of things for free. Yeah. And it's kind of advised when you're younger. Get in there, do Get that. Get in there, Act as much as possible. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I remember when I just graduated from RADA and I went to the RSC. Oh, well, that's another podcast story. But <laughs> <laughs> I went to the RSC and I remember I was every character under the sun. And I was understudying. I've never learned so many speeches in my whole entire life. And I remember Julian Glover, bless him, he was my buddy at RADA. He was like, oh, yeah. You love the RSC. You'll probably play every... What? What did he say? Every lamp stand, every pole and everything <laughs> in the sun. But it'll be great experience. And he was right. Yeah. And But then again, that is a very different starting from when before I went to RADA where I was literally just trying to find... I'll work for anyone who's writing anything. Mm. I'll do it for free. But now, like... I'm too old now... And a bit more seasoned to be working from that place anymore yeah. or to be approached from that place. Yeah. Like I feel as if um I've done some work. I'm not I'm no I'm still young, I'm still working my way up the ladder, but I'm definitely not a, f- a familiar phone call no. away for a project. If my own friends and my friendship group respect my craft exactly. and my grind for the past 10 plus years mm-hmm. then for you to come and think it's okay to come and hand me peanuts mm. to do something i don't even know how much you're getting paid i don't even know what outcome mm. you're gonna get from this but you think it's okay to come and offer me no security mm. and a hundred quid but that's the thing as well like i mean i personally don't think it's okay to do that mm. but i think on the other side of it people are like oh you know this industry is full of hustlers you, you yes that's, you, the, you mentality, do, that's yeah. the mentality you do what you can like if you can get a buddy to do this job then do it if you can get you know someone to cut the cost then do it so i mm. i think there's a part of me that maybe understands why people do that but i think our job as cre- as creatives is mm. to actually not feel bad or, or any type of way about saying you know what no I maybe I respect your hustle, mm. but actually it's not for me. I'm I'm gonna allow only the jobs that come through my agent, and if they're of word of mouth, you know, because I think I think that's when it's put on us. Yeah, and now even okay, that's us now. But mm. my advice to someone who's probably younger and who's starting out is yeah. to still have this mentality. wisdom and mentality yeah. that we have now. Like not everything. As much as you're hungry to succeed, 
Yeah. Not everything, not all money is good money. Not mm-hmm. all, not everything you, like, why do you want to be a part of this project? Yeah. What are you going to gain? Are you gaining money? Are you gaining career growth? Is the character really challenging and it's going to make you grow as an artist? Yeah. Like, you need to be ticking these questions off even from now when you're yeah. starting out. Because instead of waiting 10, 15, doing working yeah. for free for so long and then 10, 15 years later, people still approaching you with that mm. because that's all you've seen yourself as working for a small amount of money because you're trying to know... I'm going to carry myself mm. as how I mean to go on. Precise, you know? exactly. Because if you... And that's the thing that I, I so wish... Oh, I wish people have said this to me. But that is the thing. You need to figure out, I think, your values and what... It, like like what kids are saying, what's important to you before you even have an agent or before you do training. Mm. Because you can't keep saying yes to everything and then thinking, why am I not getting the things I want if you're not actually allowing in my the way i think if you're not allowing the universe to give you the things that you really want mm. if you keep saying yes to to mud you're never you're never going to get like clean water because you're just always Ooh. constantly i know it's coming out now isn't it because mm. you're you're always going to you're going to keep getting muddy water because that's you say like, okay if you're chill with muddy water i'll keep giving you muddy water but actually mm. You're seeking for clear water. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know where the water... Maybe I'm thirsty. Maybe I'm thirsty. <laughs> water. But I, mm-hmm. I, think, I think really forging... And it goes... But actually, my dad says this a lot. Mm-hmm. Identifying yourself. So for me, I know I had to identify myself as an artist that wouldn't... Never say never, I know. But that wouldn't maybe be part of certain projects or I wouldn't do mm-hmm. certain things. I don't think I'm going to be getting, like... Full mm. fun naked for a show anytime soon, mm. but it's a boundary that I'm not willing to cross. Mm. So establish mm. those now. I think is what I would say. Okay, well, I think I was taken advantage of. I don't think I was taken advantage of actually, but I think he tried. He just tried. His luck, isn't it? It's a hustle mentality. Mm. There's a part of me. I'm like, he's got his but you know. There's a part of me that's a little bit like... But the thing is, I I expected better from him because he'd been so seasoned, he'd known so much, and he's not like... If an up-and-coming person, I get Mm. why they're hustling and saying, Kizzo, you know, I can't afford it, I'm sorry, I don't know this practice. He knows how to be professional. Yeah. And so... I mean, that's the thing. Let's not... Maybe let's not cuss people out. (laughs) But no, but I think sometimes it it can feel personal. Mm-hmm. And I think in this instance, it felt personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way you're speaking about it anyway, because I thought... Because I think when you expect more from people, mm-hmm. the disappointment is that much bigger. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... I mean, me, I would be disappointed in him if he acted that way, and I knew this gentleman, but <laughs> you can't always expect, you know, what, what you give to others back. But here's the question. Do you feel that desperation... This is, and desperation's a big word as well. Mm-hmm. Um... Do you feel like desperation has a lot to do with how, with the jobs you accept or the, the, the I guess, the ways people treat you? It depends. In the industry. Are you desperation? Desperation. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. If I'm working, if I'm in contract of some, for something. Yeah. And I'm unemployment. <laughs> there's, there's two beasts. It's true, yeah. If I'm in my bag. Yeah. In the current bag, and mm-hmm. I'm being paid. Mm-hmm. Oh, we we analyze everything that comes yeah, through. Yeah, the, the, the choices like, like desperation. Who? Where? Who? Where? Yeah. <laughs> what does like, that mean? Do you not see what I'm doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm unemployed, then I'm thinking. Then I have to. Then I'm 
asking myself more questions because I'm thinking, is this a right adventure for me to go and do? What am I doing? Am I doing it out of being desperate, out of being unemployed? Am I doing it because I really need money? Mm. Am I really doing it because I think this is going to get me ahead? So um, desperation, I work from, I try to avoid it, but sometimes it does creep into decision making and all depends where I am in life. Yeah. Where I am in life determines what I accept and what I'm willing to do. But also the past experiences of past work also start to develop my choices and my professional um, decisions. Mm. Because um, I guess I gain value over time. Every job makes me grow wings um, in my business and in my craft. So... After every project, I'd move differently. I'd do things differently because I would have learned from what I would love to replicate and what I would not like to tolerate from the previous. Oh, what she would like to not tolerate. I like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it's hard. It's really difficult. But I think it only gets challenging when I'm unemployed. That's when, like, right now, I'm not in a contract for anything. I'm doing. I'm going for meetings and stuff. So... I'm, why I probably was quick to say yes on Friday to this gentleman was because I was thinking, one, I want to be of service and help out, and mm. two, oh, it keeps me creative, it keeps me busy as an actor, you know, yeah. there's nothing like, you, you want to continue... Sorry. The creative you juice keep, is flowing. Exactly, you want to yeah. keep sharpening, you want to keep learning, but sometimes, and people might take advantage of or get lucky in those seasons of someone, so... Mm. But, um, but me having to pull out of it... I sent the email yesterday. <laughs> you did well. A very, very, very polite email saying, after much thought, you know, I had to pull out. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. But um, No, that's fine. I, I, think, I think you've said it pretty well. It's true that you're... In, and funnily enough, last episode, we finished saying your employment status does not determine <laughs> your self-worth, which mm. is true. But I think that's, that's the thing, like... The word I even try to stay clear from the word from the word desperation, but that's sometimes mm. when you haven't worked in a couple of months mm. and more than a couple of months, <laughs> and you're auditioning and you're auditioning, you mm. end up you end up feeling desperate. And my mm. friend said to me when she was like, "The universe doesn't doesn't cater to desperation," and I was like, "Oh mm. my!" Elaborate on that, please, please. That's a word. I think <laughs> I think my understanding of that is uh, maybe. The energy of the word desperate is quite, oh, it, mm. it doesn't feel nice to the me. The energy of it. Mm. The energy of it. And I think when you, I think there's being ambitious, there's wanting more for yourself, there's knowing that you're capable of, of, of more. Mm-hmm. And there's also, to be honest, needing more. You've got to pay your bills. But yeah. I think when you're desperate for something, mm. it almost has a connotation that you're willing to do anything or you're willing to sacrifice those elements of yourself mm. that you actually, if you had a job, you wouldn't. No. What? Right? I probably wouldn't have responded that, you that, that email. You wouldn't have been, you probably, knowing you, you probably wouldn't oh, have answered the Oh, he didn't email me, answer the call. You wouldn't have answered the call. Because that's, that's the true. thing. That's and, very and true. I, and I know this woman, she doesn't answer the phone. If you, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the thing. Like, when we need to, be, and as creatives, we need to be careful for that creepy desperation to not come in come and get in the way of us because the moment I think we become desperate it becomes so much harder to read ourselves Mm. it becomes harder for us to implement the boundaries that we've either put in for ourselves or we've been trying to put in for ourselves and it also gets harder for us to see our value Mm. and maybe okay I don't want to put words in your mouth but for me it most definitely it makes it harder for me to see my value and my 
ability as a creative, mm. as an actor or as a musician or whatever endeavour it may be at that time. Mm. Um, so I do think that we need to be careful of feeling fearful and desperate. Because, yeah. But it's hard because, you know, you love what you do. And I was listening to another podcast. I said this industry is one where you can be a prince one day and a pauper the next. Mm. And, it, and when, you're in, when you feel like you're in pauper status... Mm. You need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I guess it's asking to to stay away from fear and desperation. Mm. You have to ask yourself, well, this is the three questions I go by. I think I added another one because someone gave me, was it you or someone else? Basically, this is how, for the last 10 years, this is how I, I do a job. Okay. How much is it paying me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it creatively rewarding? Okay. Three, does it advance me from mm. where I am? Promotion. I need, I used to say, I used to say I needed only two out of the three about five years ago. Now, wow. another five years, ten, ten years later, I need all three. Hold on, say them again. <laughs> say, no, no, because I, I okay. say them again. What is it paying me? Yeah. Creatively, is this character creatively going to challenge me and excite me mm-hmm. and stretch me and make me grow as an artist? Mm. And the third, does this promote my career does this take me up another ladder does this give me exposure does this help me grow because in order i need to grow to get more work to get more money to be employed to feed myself and to house myself wow so i need to be keep the roof over my head i need to be challenged creatively i need it to be you know inspiring inspiring me yeah Yeah. i need to be to i need it to say something to the world and to myself and i need it to grow because who's staying stagnant Who's staying in the same place? Don't drink that stagnant water. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Wow. Someone gave me another one that I wanted to add to it. Oh, God, it's gone out of my head. I I have a a question for you, though. So Mm -hmm. those three, because they're very definite three things. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I think maybe I think of them subconsciously, but I never really think of them like that. It's when when I get unclear about... It's like, because if... I don't know if something's not... I think sometimes some... Obviously, some of them don't always have all three. Mm. And I think... Hey, most problems at RSC. I think an actor told me these three, and I literally it stuck. It stuck with me because I used to do everything. I used to say yes to everything, mm. and then I find myself doing a job and being miserable. Wow. Being miserable because either I'm not being challenged enough, yeah. I'm not being paid enough, or I'm just doing it. Nobody's even come to see it. It's in no man's land. <laughs> like so, and then so I'll just be. So then I had to set. This is how I started developing boundaries this is how I started developing choices this is how I started developing what do I want as an artist this is how I started developing understanding that I'm an an artist not just an actor trying to be famous or be on telly or like really taking the craft seriously because I think as well with that when you're forging out what those things are for you. Mm-hmm. I know, I remember like in drama school, not even in drama school, in college, mm-hmm. the word artistic integrity. What is your artistic integrity? Don't let go of your... And I'll, and I'll be like, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I don't know what that means for me. So mm-hmm. maybe if you are someone who's in that moment in your life and you're trying to figure out what those are, I think those three questions as a base are really good. Yeah, you have is, to ask yourself. And that, I was asking myself these questions with really small... This is like a good... Ten, just probably when I just graduated from RADA and it's 2012, oh. this 10 years so 10 wow. years ago, and those times I wasn't getting, you know, I think after doing the RSC that whooped 
<laughs> my behind. She learned. Like, like, can I say what last? You did. I was like, whooped. I was like, what the hell does that sound like? I don't know. Kissa loves the word whooped. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. But you know as well, it's interesting you said that you're someone that said yes all the time. Mm-hmm. If anyone's listening and they're like me, mm-hmm. I battle with saying no all the time. Okay. Like constantly. And like the amount of times I've had the conversation with my agent or my agent's assistant. What do you mean you don't say yes? It's not saying what I'm doing. I say yes to everything. I say no. Oh, you say, oh okay, sorry. I, I say no, no, no. I say no. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's for me. No, I don't mm. think that's for me. And I really, I had to be careful because I, especially when I first got with my agent, mm-hmm. you know, being fresh out of school and everything, I, I, I was like, mm, should I? Literally, they were on the breakdown of the of the. They would mention possibility of like I don't know, a back or something like a bare back without your bra, and I'm like, nope, not for me. <laughs> and then I'm like, hold on, kids, like, but actually, the rest of it, mm-hmm. you know, is it the character's really brilliant, mm-hmm. the project sounds amazing, like you know, the other three ticks mm-hmm. that you have, mm-hmm. and so I, and still to this day, I find myself being like, hold on, you've said no to this. And you need to actually respect your own reasoning for saying no. Mm. Because I, I'm like, oh, but am I missing an opportunity? Mm. Am I, am I like, am, you know, am I spitting in the eyes of the gods? Like, am I, am I really messing up my own, my own path here? Mm. But and then a lot of people sit down to me and they're like, and my agent is really great at this. And also um, my agent's assistant, she's always like, could you've said no for very, very valid reasons. And if you try to talk yourself out of those reasons, mm. you might regret doing something. Or you might regret getting yourself... What if they give you a call back and then they offer you the role, then you say no and you seem like an even more, more of an idiot because you wasted yeah. their time. Yeah. So I, if you're maybe someone who's like me, who says no, <laughs> maybe weigh up. Like, don't be saying no so flippantly. Mm. But at the same... I sound like I say no to everything. I'm not saying no to everything. Mm. But I'm also someone who's just... I trust my gut and I follow my gut Mm -hmm. and I actually have to try not to talk myself out of the no I've decided. If I get that visceral reaction, I got it for a reason. See, that's so interesting because it's like I'm only now having to listen to my spirit like that because Mm -hmm. I would say I would have done my pros and cons and I'd be like, oh no, I don't want to do it. And then I would have said no and I'd be like, oh fuck, why did I say no? Oh my god, did, did I? Did I? Oh my god, why did I do that? And then I have to call my best friend or call you or call someone <laughs> like, oh my god, I've had to listen to the situation, explain everything to them, yeah. and be like, but your instinct, and then they'll remind me of my instinct, and they'll yeah. remind me of my gut, and I'm, and then all of a sudden my shoulders just relax, and I was like, mm. oh yeah, I did it because because I had to think spiritually now. I've done all the, you know, analyzing, analyzing. I've yeah. done that, I've, but then now my spirit. I was like, no, Kizzo, how you felt when... Because you know how you feel when you get a bad boy script. Or when oh, you get a character yeah. that you're like... Oh. It's exciting. Like it's the in... first couple of pages, oh. like, oh, I want to do this. It's in your body. It tells it's you. It's undeniable. It's listening to your body as well. So yeah. even if you've said no, and that it was hard to say that no, but the release of your shoulders afterwards, or like yeah. just having no regrets, just knowing that you did, you, you analysed it, and you're phys- physically, your body told you yes or no and to listen to that and you can never be wrong, you know? It's true, you really have to... And I think that's the thing when you're... I'm, I don't spiritual. know. I don't know how many... It is, and I don't know how many people, the demographic of people that are really new to acting and people that have been doing it for a long time and even artists in general. Um, 
to be honest, in life, in, in life, any profession, any profession, to be honest. Mm. And I think it it actually, I mean, I'm young and we both are, but it I'm realizing it takes a lot of effort to trust your instincts. Ooh. And still, after all these years, I'm still like, oh, did I? You, and 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 yeah. And mm. Kizza called me about the situation she had, like we discussed, mm-hmm. and I was like, hold on, you, you, your gut was telling you all these things from from phone call number one. You just now need to trust your value, the way that you valued yourself, and and follow it through. To follow that as well, having people, having access to people, you can bounce off. Of oh, yeah. who you who won't be um who won't cater to your ego or yeah. who will be honest and but in the most loving way whose whose opinions you really value you who know who will tell you the truth even when you don't want to swallow that pill mm. like having those people around you that you can say listen to this am i being too harsh about this a m x y z it's it's nice to have someone you can bounce off of and yeah. trust that's also True. helps to get you out of your head so you've done all the pros and cons yourself. You give them you give them the most neutral, give them all the facts, really. Don't give them emotion, give them the facts. Mm. And then hear their feedback is also hugely useful. It's very important. Hugely you, you surround yourself with. It's that with. thing of tribe, isn't it? And, mm. I, and I know that there were, to be honest, there were people that I would, in my life, that I would not go to for life advice. Oh, Absolutely not. But will I go to them for career, career advice? Absolutely, mm. yes, I would. You have your people that you go for certain... It's, it's wonderful friendship. Well. Of what, you know what you're going to yeah. get from that type of conversation. And to be honest, like before I knew people that were in the industry, when I didn't know anyone, mm. forums. I mean, okay. I'm on the internet. I don't know. The you internet can be a dangerous place. Google. Yeah, Google. I love like, you know. I love like a little. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Sometimes I meditate myself the world is falling. That's the fancy about dying of um, oh, heat. Oh, of yeah. Rash. She had scabies apparently, yeah, according to Google. By the way, my skin was peeling. <laughs> but Google gave me remedies. That, that's for another podcast. That <laughs> yeah, that's another, another one. What, the, the tales of Kizadine in Zanzibar. Oh my god! That you you can wait for that one. What experience? So that's the thing. I remember just. And you do, and once again, you need to trust your gut, but sieving through this information that was on on the internet about what do actors do if they think they haven't been paid enough? Where can you go? Then I heard about equity, then I heard about all of that. I was like, oh my, there's so much information available. Mm. There really is. And I think it's, I commend you, my friend, for saying about your, speaking about your experience, because it's very fresh. But I also think that it's, it's important that people know that these questions are still coming up for actors who have been in the industry this long mm. who have who are established and are continuing to establish themselves because mm. this industry is not easy hmm. it's really not and i think the more that you keep learning and you mm. keep allowing yourself to learn the better and maybe the easier hopefully the and easier growing your voice be. and growing your own voice you don't ignore that throat chakra okay and there's a way that <laughs> growing your growing your own voice but they're also it's when you how do I don't make this make sense because you know people can be forthright about how they view themselves and what they see for themselves mm. so yeah grow your own voice and grow your wings and grow as an artist but also your delivery is important mm, because very. you don't want to say these are my this is how I like to you work and these are my standards ego, yeah. and come from a place of ego and then become difficult to work with it's just an inner power and inner strength mm. that you know for yourself and establish it yeah and and do it 
do it with peace and do it with love. So Grace. therefore, you can never be misunderstood. You can never be... But you're coming from a place of power and and self-worth that tra- that it can only gain respect. Yes, and self-trust. Yeah. It's coming... Yes. Oh, Kizadine. It's coming from a place of inner power. And I think that's the thing, like you have to keep empowered within yourself. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you're feeling desperate because you haven't had a job and you're going to say yes to a workshop that pays you nothing. <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah. You have to. You, you have to. And it's a learning curve. And God knows I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. But you just have to keep searching for it within yourself. Yeah. You really do. 100%. What would you do differently? <laughs> Get my money back. Um, <laughs> you should call her up now. So call her like, Excuse um, me. Um, my Netflix show is about to come out be released. <laughs> respectfully I need you to run me my money no, the, the shit sandwich is a marvellous thing but <laughs> what would I do differently to be honest right I don't know if I was even in, empowered enough to do anything differently no I'm saying now now I guess it was young. I knew something was wrong I would have ask the question because I read so many articles I went on the terms and conditions I asked my parents I asked my siblings and I wish I had actually because I carried on working with her for another like three months after that Mm. why I wish I had actually just been like there just seems to be an inconsistency about the percentage can Mm. we just double check it because who knows if I had opened it as a conversation she might have been like oh mistake or she might have been like no Mm. that's how much I'm taking but I feel like if I had been brave enough to continue what my gut had started Mm. and made that phone call maybe I would have gained extra experience but and, and known how to speak to somebody and approach somebody that had more status than me or I felt had more status than me at that point because it's a big thing when you're Mm. when you're speaking to casting agents or agents or writers directors I don't know there always seems to be like a higher yeah and there is Mm. there is but it's about knowing like you were saying keeping empowered within yourself and when you know your values when you know the boundaries that you are not willing to to break Mm -hmm. Then it makes those conversations a little bit easier, I think. You kind of set mm-hmm. parameters for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I would have um, made the phone call. <laughs> and now, the, and now, the email. now, now you won't, that's a, now you wouldn't be able to do what? If you saw that now, so that discrepancy in Absolutely. your Absolutely. If now. I saw discrepancy, you'd best believe. Am I calling my agent, emailing? I'm calling the finance office. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> If there's any discrepancy, I'm following it through. Mm. No, but that comes with age and it comes with experience mm. and it also comes with not being so afraid. Yeah. Because I was terrified. Like, oh my God, she'll drop me. I was terrified. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. But now I actually, I'm like, you know what? My truth is valid mm-hmm. and I don't have to be afraid. I have, I'm worth saying or bringing up a discrepancy mm-hmm. as much as Amber is who sits next to me. Yeah. My voice is valid. How about yes. you? What would you do differently? What would I, from what? The scenario, I think you did very well in your scenario. Yeah, I sent the email. And it's so funny, I've not, not received a reply. I was like, of course mm-hmm. she hasn't. Of course. You know, that's fun. Well, that I was fun. That was fun. <laughs> that was a bit, you know, we, we, we had to go off course, but we thought, yeah. we thought uh, it was worth speaking about while the inspiration was there. Yeah. So maybe next episode we'll be back with our usual less story vibe but it was fun no, let's give him a story give you a story we're trying so hard know. to give you tea without giving you the whole hot whole tea. tea you know but mm. also 
with that said, mm. let us know what you think. Oh yes, please do comment on comment. our um, I don't know, on the platforms. streaming platforms and give and us feedback and let you know what yeah. you let us know what you thought or even questions you might have that you'd like us to answer or topics within the industry that you'd like to know about or want more insight about. Please let us know. Just That'll be you really can, helpful. You can follow us on Instagram. Send those DMs in on with kids on kids on. Yeah. Yeah. Like and share our podcast, share it with your WhatsApp group and your family, or any young aspiring artists you know in your family or friendship groups yeah, that you might think this might be valuable because to. Because that's the thing, a lot of this stuff isn't said, so if any, I mean, yeah, we want people to listen, but we also genuinely do want to help. Yeah. It will be nice. Definitely. You know? Okay, All well, right, you've friends. been listening to with Kizzer and Kizzai. Stay safe, yes. and we will be with you for the next episode. Bye. Bye.